This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, this is Fabrice speaking. Today I'm going to tell you about a mysterious creature, as intriguing as Bigfoot of the Loch Ness Monster, yet much less known. First sighted in the 1960s, those who had the misfortune of crossing its path describe it as a two-meter-tall humanoid with large wings and piercing red eyes. Its name, the Mothman. Mutant creature, extraterrestrial, Demon or Bad Omen, discover this fabulous destiny. On a cold fall night in November 1966, two young couples were driving towards the TNT area of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. What they witnessed that night became one of the greatest mysteries of all time. Thus the legend of the Mothman was born. This worldwide phenomenon raises questions for millions of curious minds. What really happened? What did these people see? Have they seen it again since then? Here's what you can read on the plaque of the creature's statue that stands in the middle of the village of Point Pleasant. As you may have guessed, while it now attracts many tourists who come to discover the folklore surrounding it, a few decades ago it spread terror in this small town in the eastern United States. Like the Lady in White, we don't know if it actually existed but according to the multiple testimonies of its appearances, no one wants to verify it for themselves. That being said, the first ones who saw it would probably be mad at us for doubting it, considering how much that encounter shook them. Let's go back to 1966, precisely on November 15th, during that famous cold fall night. Two young couples, Roger and Linda Scarberry, and Steve and Mary Millette, are out for a drive. They are in love, carefree. In the front seats, the two men are chatting and laughing, while in the back seat, the women hum along to the Beatles song playing on the radio. They are heading north, approaching the TNT area. 
Its name may not sound appealing, but it is actually a rather welcoming forest, thus named because of its abandoned explosive factory from World War II. At night, one wouldn't necessarily wander there alone, but with all four of them in the car, they are not at risk. Or so they thought. As they approached the building, they spot two red headlights. Intrigued, they decide to stop. It could be someone in need of help. They don't need to get much closer to understand that those are the glowing eyes of a creature whose silhouette they now discern. It stands on two legs, but that's about all that is human about it. It is over two meters tall and has two large wings on its back. Frozen in place for a moment, the four young people hastily get back into their car. They quickly hit the main road, eager to get home as fast as possible. As they turn around, they catch a glimpse of the beast still on the roadside. And just as Steve, the driver, floors the accelerator, it spreads its wide wings and takes off in their direction. It's a horrific chase that begins. Steve presses harder on the pedal, reaching speeds of over 160 kilometers an hour. But the creature continues to follow them closely. And now they can hear its high-pitched cries like raspy squeaks. Finally, the flying humanoid disappears as they enter the town. Terrified, they go straight to the sheriff to tell their story. They might be seen as crazy, but they swear they haven't been drinking, haven't taken drugs, they are serious people. The officer, who indeed knows them well, doesn't doubt their word. The next day, he goes to the scene where it all happened, but finds no suspicious traces. In doubt, he still alerts the local press. And within a few days, the testimonies multiply. Passersby, locals, volunteer firefighters on duty also recount seeing a massive figure with wings and red eyes. The first one to have seen it seemed to be gravediggers. In the small cemetery of Clendenin, a town located a few kilometers from Point Pleasant, they were preparing a grave when they saw a thicket moving. Without having time to understand what was happening, a human-shaped form rose from the bushes and flew over them. All the descriptions match. The villagers organize a hunt, determined not to be intimidated by this flying demon. However, they won't be able to find it. But once again, four young friends catch a glimpse of it. This time the encounter is more peaceful. The creature doesn't seem to mean them any harm. They see it standing up next to a car and then disappearing behind a building. One of the young girls notifies the police, but of course, it's already too late. Such commotion in such a peaceful village inevitably attracts curiosity. John Keel is one of those curious individuals, but he is a seasoned one. He is a New York journalist specializing in occult affairs, UFOs, and other strangeness. Alerted by his network, he arrives in Point Pleasant as early as December 1966 to investigate this mothman. Because the creature now has a name, 
Inspired by the popular new hero Batman, the villagers have nicknamed it the Night Mothman or Mothman. Upon his arrival, John starts collecting testimonies, and shortly after, he himself becomes a victim of strange phenomena. Lights in the sky, bizarre dreams, unsettling coincidences. The whole village begins to plunge into paranoia. But a tragic event will put an end to it all. In early December 1967, several residents of Point Pleasant tell John the same nightmare, depicting a catastrophe on the Ohio River. The journalist begins to think that all of this resembles premonitory dreams, and he even manages to predict a date, the 15th, almost exactly 13 months after the monster's first appearance. According to him, it could be a chemical explosion near the old factory, which would also make sense since that's where it first appeared. The day arrives and John is tense. Meanwhile, Christmas preparations are in full swing. On the Silver Bridge, the suspension bridge that connects Point Pleasant to Gallipolis, overlooking the river, impatient honking fills the air. But suddenly the sound scatters and the bridge collapses. 46 people die in this tragic accident. For John Keel, for the residents of Point Pleasant, for the occult enthusiasts, there is no doubt. All of this is connected to the Mothman. They are even more certain because after that, the creature never appeared again and all other manifestations ceased. After its disappearance from the small village in West Virginia, the Mothman would be accused of predicting other disasters, this time in different parts of the world. In 1986, in Ukraine, at a nuclear power plant, men and women claimed to have seen a creature resembling the Mothman. A few days after these sightings, the infamous Chernobyl explosion occurred, resulting in dozens of deaths and thousands of injured. Several rescuers and firefighters who helped the victims of the World Trade Center attack also testified to similar manifestations. In 2007, the creature was spotted in Minneapolis. The next day, the city's bridge collapsed. In Mexico, the Mothman's appearance preceded the influenza epidemic. Many coincidences that seem a little too significant. According to Skeptical Inquirer, a magazine specializing in scientific investigations of paranormal events, the most credible theory regarding the Mothman is that of collective psychosis. It is a psychological phenomenon where people adhere to a version of a story told by others, encouraged by the group effect. In this case, popular culture may also have had its influence. Among Batman's adversaries, as we mentioned before, there is Killer Moth, a villain disguised as a moth. Given the popularity of the Batman character in the 1950s and 1960s, there is no doubt that it fueled the imagination of many. What is certain is that John Keel's prophecy theory doesn't hold up. The chosen dates were without solid foundation and many testimonies proved unreliable. A professor of animal biology has suggested the possibility that the creature in the TNT area is actually a Canadian crane. 
It is a bird with a wingspan of up to two meters, which tucks its long neck before taking flight, giving it an almost human-like appearance, and most importantly, a bird with red eye markings. Finally, the last theory, which is also the most plausible in the eyes of Point Pleasant authorities, is as follows. The Mothman legend is nothing but a hoax aimed at keeping curious individuals away from the former U.S. Army ammunition depot. We will never know the truth, but the town of Point Pleasant has managed to make the most of its iconic creature. If you visit this small village, you can not only take a photo in front of the Mothman statue and visit the Mothman Museum, but also participate in the Mothman Festival. But beware of crossing paths with its large eyes. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fabulous Destinies. Feel free to share with us stories that you would like to hear on your favorite listening platform or via Baba Bam's Instagram or Twitter page. We'll be happy to discover them.